York, Havana, Cuba, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Charlotte, North Carolina, Jefferson City, Missouri, Indianapolis, Indiana, London, England, Frankfurt, Germany, Las Vegas, Nevada, Utica, New York, New Orleans, Louisiana, Houston, Texas, and Kansas City, Missouri, home of the Kansas City Chiefs, who will start their practice this week for the NFL. Welcome to lunch with the Missouri Bank Kim Conrad for July the 31st, 2021. My name is Al Post, your host, and created along with Alan Lyles. How you doing, Rev? Fine. Well, the family's all well. Yes, sir. Oh, my so uh my sister, uh, she she went back in remission or something for cancer. Oh my god, we gotta pay for her, yeah. Yeah, she uh they got uh she everything's trying to fail on her, but it's up to God what's gonna take place. We definitely would keep her in the fair with our audience and stuff, okay. And also Scott, how you doing on a rainy so what, rainy morning here in St. Louis? Well, I got wet, but I didn't melt, so that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that, okay. We're broadcasting live on FrigusonUSCHotRadio.com from beautiful Ferguson, Missouri, uh, in North, beautiful North County, in St. Louis, North County, I should say, in the greater St. Louis County Church Complex. Mayor Tommy Fields is the pastor. I said senior is the pastor, and right now I would thank him for the facility. And right now we have prayer with Elder Alden Lyles, pastor of the Walnut Park Down Chapel Church, located in North St. Louis at 5507 Little Avenue, St. Missouri at 63120. You put it into your DSV. That's prayer with Alan Lyles, Elder Alan Lyles, pastor of the Walnut Park Down Chapel Church, located at 5547 Little Avenue. That's North St. Louis at 63120. And Elder Alan Lyles, of the Walnut Park Baptist Church, 55475 by continue believing to the saving of the soul, continues to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We're already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank our name is already written in the book of life. When I said our name is written in the book of life, I'm only talking about the saved, not the unsaved, but the saved. Their name is already written in the book of life. God reveals that knowledge to us in his word. And Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless the sick all over the universe. And a special prayer for my sister, Heavenly Father, that you might come in and do what you need to do. If you don't, Heavenly Father, I'm happy as whatever you do, because it's your will that be done. And Heavenly Father, we just thank you that, that you been work, woke everybody up this morning. You didn't have to, but you did. And Heavenly Father, we know we can get you we could do it you could do everything but fail and we know whatever you do it's gonna be justified we give great thanks for that in your most darling son jesus name and the holy spirit continue to convict spirits to be saved by believing the death burial and resurrection of jesus christ and they pass from death unto life 
before they sleep and after they sleep. And we give great thanks for that in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. But Randy, thank you for those prayers, you know, so much, you know, and uh, we also all will hold your sister up in prayer, you know, in, in the entire family, give them strength. But uh, again, we just want to thank you for all that you're doing and for all that you say. And also, I uh, know for us this beautiful charity. What, what do you got for us? I got some <coughs> that uh, that people gonna uh, they might have different opinions about it, but I'm reading okay. what the scripture said. Isaiah 54. The topic is Israel, the restored wife of Jehovah. And what chapter is that? Uh, Isaiah 54. Okay, okay. And verses one through seventeen. And you can you can compare that with Hosea, the second chapter, verse one through twenty-three. See, most people <clears throat> didn't know that Israel is God's wife, not the church. A lot of people don't mix it up that they think it's the church, but it's not. See, the church is the bride of Christ. See, so a lot of people have been mixed up. But the Israelites is Jehovah's wife because he chose them. He chose that God chose his wife and it was Israel through the seed of Abraham. And it starts off, it says, Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing, and cry loud, aloud, thou that didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, said the Lord. That's showing you about the spirit of error and the spirit of truth, grace and truth. Enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitation. Spare not, lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy states. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed should inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame, for thou forget the shame of thy youth and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. See, the Israelites was whores. <laughs> they was whoremongers. They, they running away from God. They didn't believe God. They was in unconfession. They was his wife. But they was running from him. They wicked and stiff-necked people too. They were wicked. You know, the the old man and new man is in the is in one person. But well, if you write about me, I'm tipping that all through the Bible. <laughs> you you constantly come back to them, you know, a, a stiff neck piece of that more than one time. Yes, sir. <laughs> did, it, did it go on to say, uh, forget the shame of thy youth and should not remember the reproach of the widowhood anymore. For thy maker is thy husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. The God of the whole earth should, be, should he be called. For the Lord had called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit and a wife of youth when thou was refused, said thy God. 
For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, said the Lord thy Redeemer. In other words, God is not a wife abuser. <laughs> you know, he's not a wife. He loves his wife. Regardless of what she did, he loved. And that's the example we ought to have as being married, men and women's married today. We ought to love our wife as Christ loved the church. Look out! Hey, it's deep. <laughs> this is something deep. You, This is nothing to play with. This is why you both become one. Hey, you know that flesh and bone, when Jesus rose from the dead, he said, "This is a spirit has not flesh and bone. He was talking about marriage. Bones of my bones and flesh of my flesh. When you read Genesis, it tell you when uh, how Eve came about. She came from Adam's side. She didn't came from under his feet, on top of his head. She was from his side. In other words, that's equal. Not uh, against each other, but for each other, working together. That's how God is. He's a worker for the heavenly kingdom. Look out. Oh, that's wonderful. It goes on to say, For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth. And that has happened too. So have I sworn that I would not be wrought with thee, nor rebuke thee. That has happened, even though it's floods out here, but it'll never be another flood like that. See, God cannot lie. <laughs> For the mountains should depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness should not depart from thee, neither should the covenant of my peace be removed, said the Lord that had mercy on thee. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comfort, behold, I will lay thy stone with fair colors, and lay thy foundation with sapphires. And I will make thy windows of gates, of all gates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stone. And all thy children should be taught of the Lord, and great should be the peace of thy children. And righteousness should thou be established. Thou should be far from oppression, for thou should not fear from terror, for it should not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, said the Lord. Amen. Wow. Wow, Rev. You know, um, when you read the part there about the uh, the uh, the um, the black. The blacksmith, you know, blowing the hot coals. I, I experienced that as a kid down in, in, in Mississippi. We had a blacksmith that lived behind me 
my house, okay? Uh-huh. They would, kind of, they would kind of put shoes for the horses, you know? Yeah. Make, you know, stuff like that, and they had to see them hot coals. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> That's a black thing. He showed you there how strong his, his love and how hot his passion is for his wife. Mm. You know, Rev, that's a mouthful this morning. If y'all do what I should say. Yep. God is a wonderful God. Yeah, you, you know, you know, you know uh, one of the things now, okay, we look around our, you know, our, our everyday lives, we run into people like Steel, who now is somewhat uh, still stiff neck, for lack of a better description. Uh, hard-headed, and he said stiff neck, we talk about hard-headed people. Mm-hmm. That's what we talk about in the Bible, so stiff neck. Yeah. Uh, we call it, we call it hard-headed, okay? Yep. And, and unfortunately, we live in a hard-headed society right now that uh, that uh, even what God is showing us, we still, excuse me, still heads are not uh, knees are not bowing, you know, and uh, and respect being given to what a mighty God we serve. But they go bow. They go to bow. Y'all might think y'all getting away with something. You ain't getting away with nothing. The universe is gonna bow down. <laughs> that's everybody everything that's ever been made go bow down to God look out well Rev I, <laughs> I have to tell you that this recent pandemic that started uh, we all started this you and Chuck and Rev I mean Scott you know, back in February I guess January of last year when it started uh, it has been a, a situation people are now bowing their knees and praying to God more so than ever before. Amen. <laughs> I mean, so I can't say what you were saying and what you just read, I just say. Those are not real words. Those, those are the words from the Bible. Yes, sir. You know, and like he's a sponsor of teaching that word on word and line on line. You know, and again, that's why you, you referenced uh, Hosea there at the back of <laughs> Yes, sir. That's, what, and that's the thing, okay, you got a thing called verify, 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 verify. And that's the thing that we need to do in our lives, you know, before we said something. Like on our program here, we verify, verify everything before we do it. And if you make a mistake, by the way, I did make a mistake for some years now. I've been saying that uh, the station is located in Ferguson, Missouri. Not true. I got the word from the mayor and from my guest, Charlie's going to come on the show, that the station is located in unincorporated North County. Beautiful. church and uh, Jehovah's wife is different. And God is not an adulteress. Mm -hmm. See, the church is a mystery that was hidden. Mm -hmm. 
And and that because uh that goes that that has something to do with the the the, the Israelite they was blinded, but the God went through with them. So he brought them, he brought her back together. That's why he restored his wife, which are the Israelites. And the and the Gentile nation is the other people that uh make up the church from God blessing Abraham's seed. That's what we come in in the mystery. Uh -huh. Well, like one thing the Bible tells us, there's always mysteries, but it will be revealed if you kind of you got to meditate, and open your eyes up to see what what needs to be seen. And right now we're going through one of those periods. Well, I tell you what, we thank you for joining us, and thank you for that message, Rev. Uh, I mean, from Elder. Well, we call him real bad. That's our, that's our nickname for for the for the elder. Elder, 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 in the prayer, especially when uh, it could be felt and well needed. I think it's thank you so much for that. And also, you listen to Frigos in USA Hotdogger dot com. Listen to lunch with some Kim Commerce on a beautiful, beautiful cast. No rain right now, but we had some thunderbolts this morning all over the place. So God is talking. We just have to listen to that. that you know, Rev just
a good day wherever you are. But uh, also, uh, we got to ask you, please continue to pray. For those 35 million people who have been affected, either by, uh, call it the coronavirus, COVID-19, either the Delta virus, with, you know, strain, what you want to call it, but at least 613 families have lost someone. 613,000 families have lost someone. That means they have buried someone, they have some person at the dinner table, and we ask you to continue to pray for them, and ask you to continue, you know, keep giving your prayers, you know, and also pray for our country as a whole as we kind of going through another stage here, you know, and I haven't had to talk about this, but uh, this, Delta, this Delta strain, no matter how you call it, is stronger than COVID-19 we just went through in that it's moving faster than it did uh, last year when we went into the uh, COVID-19. It's uh, hitting the young people, which is different than when it hit the old people the last time around. And all I can say is uh, 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 don't take anything for granted, which is called your life. Uh, People who actually catches it, who hadn't got the vaccination for it, and they said, I should have done it. You know, I know, I know, tell anybody to get it done, you know, and there's some that say, I ain't gonna get it. But those we can't help, but the reasons, and I just pray for them also that, you know, they'd be, you know, be fortunate not have the experience. But I, and I have a, a, one of my close friends, uh, two of his sons, less than five years old, came in contact from people in the family carrying, you know, carrying the virus into the house. I mean, and, and uh, not good. That's not good, because one thing now, they're saying that even if you're vaccinated, wear a face mask. Because now we do not, that in the science, I don't say our, the CDC and the health experts do not have all the answers for what God has created here. Whatever's going down here is beyond our wildest imagination. And so like I can say, if you listen to science, uh, continue to wash your hands. That's something that's going to take place, you know, you know should be doing it anyway. And also, uh, cover your face, you know, when you're going inside and outside now, because uh, this, uh, the carrier, they're not sure how it gets to people now, but make sure that you're covered. You know, and that's the thing that we can say, no one has died, to just, you know, I mean, if someone has maybe some, you know, not perfect. Very few people have died who have been vaccinated. That much we do know. That much we do know. So please, 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 to take care of your family members. And also, uh, the, uh, the lack of vaccines has been blamed for the, contributing to the next crisis that we, that we are going through. So again, if you can, vaccinate you and your loved ones, please. Here in Missouri, our governor, Augusta Pierre Carson, he continues to send mixed messages to the medical professionals. Uh, most recently, he put out an ad that, you know, everything was fine in Missouri. Well, the people in Springfield, Missouri, which is uh, down in Greene County, they are saying they need help, that the hospitals are full. They're sending them to St. Louis, you know, in, in surrounding areas in Kansas City. So this is something that's very, very serious, okay? So I tell anyone, seek out the facts. Seek out the facts for your own self. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to Rev. Don't listen to Scott. Are you the Chuck? Just listen to your own self and go get your own facts. There's too many ways nowadays that you have in your phone, on your, in your hand, your phone, your computer. You got you have a libraries, encyclopedias 
all in your hands, so you can get anything you want. Am I right, Scott? You're a technology man. If you have a phone, you have a library. Yeah, you got, you got, you got libraries right in your hands. So, if you have any questions, please check out for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I'm just, just just blown away. You know how fast this is. This is you know and uh and it's not, not fun. You know, and matter of fact, it's stored in, in the, this time. It's stored in the middle of the country, not on, not from coast to coast. So we can't blame me about it. But right here in St. Louis, uh, Mayor, Mayor Jones, Tashawa Jones, uh, uh, issued a, a mass mandate for people, you know, for businesses, you know, you know, uh, you know, protect their. Well, first of all, if you have business, you don't want to be labeled, okay, with someone catching, you know, you know uh, getting sick from your establishment. Your insurance rate goes up. You're gonna get closed down. You're gonna lose customers. You get a bad reputation. So I mean, it's, it's for your own safety. And also, so you may make a little profit, okay, but how bad is your, what is your worth to you? And that's the thing I seem to wrap my hand around. But, but again, it's, it's interesting how that works out. And also, County uh, uh, Executive Sam Page did likewise for the St. Louis County. But uh, Tim Fitch and some other people in the council, as a matter of fact, if, 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 if Dr. Sam Page, who's a doctor, says go left, they're going to go right every time. So again, all this does is, is called create confusion, and also it does you know, uh, create lawsuits. Like now, our attorney general, this is really funny. He's filed lawsuits, but it, but now now you've got a federal mandate coming through, and this is kind of funny how politics sometimes work here. Uh, he filed in the circuit courts, which is controlled by the state. Well, uh, uh, Dr. Page uh, uh, appealed it to the federal court now. So that again now that uh, Mr. Uh, Attorney General, who's also running for uh, United States Senator, is trying to get his name in the, in the paper. So this is not good, not good. But anyway, we'll see how this all works out. And also in the Washington D.C. talking about the United States Senate, uh, the uh, Senate agreed finally to a much-needed infrastructure deal. This will affect jobs for everyone because you got a build a bridge, you got a fix a river. Uh, you got to fix a highway, uh, I mean, roads and all that stuff, and also the infrastructure. Uh, all of the you know, infrastructure for, for technology, you know, for your electrical grids, your gas grids, you know, that you have all around the country. These need to be revealed. Most of our federal bridges, interstate highway bridges, uh, are 50 years old. Matter of fact, uh, the, the first interstate highway started right in the St. Louis area. And uh, we so we have one of the oldest highways here in the country, and it definitely <laughs> over 50 years old. And it needs need some work as soon as possible. So do. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, in Memphis, they got a bridge there that comes across the Mississippi. It had to be shut down. Think about it. They had two bridges, or oh, they have cracks. I mean, so this is nothing. As you people drive around, as you wherever you listen to us from. You get in your car today, if you cross a bridge and look up under the bridge whenever you can. You know, if you can, look at bridges the way they you know, connect to that, and you see a lot of erosion. Well, don't want to frighten you, but that's what we're talking about, getting repaired. And we all need that. So, again, that's happy to say that it was, uh, was passed, you know, and that it's um, uh, moving on. And that's a good thing. And this I've been talking about for years and years and years. This started back in Obama. Matter of fact, in Bush, we're going to do infrastructure. Infrastructure, where we finally got done. So that is a blessing for everyone. And also, uh, 
in the House side this week, uh, this past Tuesday, uh, the United States uh, House of Representatives Select Committee on the uh, January 6, 2021 uh, insurrection at our Capitol held their first meeting. Uh, Wow, wow. the the committee itself is not all Democrats, okay? We have uh, Liz Cheney uh, and also Illinois Congressman Adam Kissinger, Kissinger, uh, who are on the panel. And some of the words that uh, that uh, Representative Cheney said that really, by the way, Liz Cheney, in case that name sounds familiar, she is the daughter of former Vice President Dick Cheney. I mean, so so she has some political roots, okay, uh, in the conservative field. But anyway, one of the things that she said in the hearing, I was kind of watching this, but most people were, uh, that she wants to have subpoenas to all the people that were involved, be they Democrat or be they Republican. And just this week, this this this, 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 this overnight, I should say, uh, uh, a, a, a thing that took place that's going to change history, in my opinion, that the uh, Justice Department made it available that all the people who worked in the former administration are eligible to testify before this committee. So this means we're going to see both sides of what took place. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, this. that's what I said, in this country, when everything takes place, there's always going to be an investigation in some kind of way. And unfortunately, for those people who don't you know, power kind of may make you, you know, people who were power hungry, well, power you know, breeds problems for a lot of people. And so now, uh, when what was done in the dark rev, you heard that sound? Come to the light. Come to the light, okay. So anyway, having said that, uh, some of the, this also some of the, the notes that uh, President Trump had, uh, former President Trump had, you know, uh, See, the emails and stuff like this and texts and stuff are just amazing. Because uh, once you write it down, it's in the atmosphere, you know, you know, in the clouds someplace. And so his notes have now been put into play. How uh, he talked to uh, attorney, acting attorney general, uh, uh, Dan Rosen, you know, who was, uh, again, I mean, Jeff Rosen, I'm sorry, uh, Jeff Rosen, and how, uh, you know, what took place. Because keep in mind. Hey, Ira. Yes, sir. That's. That's talking about your sin. Your sin will come out on the rooftop. What's ever in the dark will come out in the light. And they didn't. They did that insurrection. And now it's, it's bringing it out. What's going on? Can't cover it up. Now, you can't keep covering up like I used to do. And putting things on. God is going to reveal everything out here. Make everything come that's in the dark come to the light. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> well, well, whether they like it or not, because right now, you know, the first witnesses they, that they called uh, uh, this week was uh, uh, police officers, you know, uh, well, uh, there were two officers that were Capitol Police Officer Sergeants Glendale and Harry Down, who played a very important role, uh, in, as you call on TV, of taking the people away from the census, especially uh, Dick Romney when he was running, for, you know, to send him to safety. So these people say, put these lives on the line. You know, and, and all this is on video. And also, we had uh, two people from the uh, Metropolitan Police Department in, in D.C., uh, Michael Fanon and, uh, and and David Hodges, who described, you know, they had they put into, we saw these videos, but for the first time, they were put into actual words, uh, people that were actually going through this. These people 
And I said, these people, we're talking about 150 from D.C. police officers in the whole Capitol Police Force, they went up against almost 10,000 people there. Mm. They estimated there's almost nine, the estimation is there was nine hundred and fifty seven thousand people who stormed the stormed the, not simply were stormed the Capitol. But that's the way you look at it on TV. You know, you saw people hanging out of buildings and this is some stuff. I mean, I came up reading a lot about King Arthur and all those round table stuff. You know how they would seize the castle and stuff. Yeah. And this reminded me of something like that. I'm saying, my God, you know, I had to break my eyes and say, is this in my country? Hmm. But, uh, but anyway, so far, over about 550 of those rioters uh, have been arrested by the FBI. And the number to continue increases, you know, so there's a whole lot more. And one thing I do know, and we all know uh, as men and the women who listen to this program, that people who get caught will tell on, they will tell on somebody. People say, don't snitch. Well, if people get locked up in jail, a lot of people are right now, they are going to snitch on somebody. You know, and, and one of the things that uh, Officer Dunn, uh, Sergeant Dunn said was, he gave an, an equation, uh, you know, an example, said if there was a hitman that went out to kill you and the hitman was successful and the plot was unveiled, that the hitman would go to jail and so would the person that ordered the hit. And so again, in this next uh, thing that took place today, it freed up President Trump to come before this committee. So this committee that's going to be one of the most powerful things that's going to change history as we look back. So that's why I said, as we look back in 2021, when the transfer of power took place in this country, around the world, where we can't go places, no else, and blame nobody else, but they got to be being honest. Yeah. We can't take, we can't say, what that word you can't do, pick and hide your hand. You know, but they're going to say, well, we saw you, and what did you do about, what did you do about yourself? Right. Not good, not good. But anyway, so this is something that's gonna, uh, uh, you know, gonna uh, uh, take place. You know, uh, as, as, uh, right now they're on recess. Uh, subpoenas are being sent out. We do know that uh, that uh, meetings will be taking place, and then more will be coming out. Mm-hmm. Remember, yes, when I got my call dropped, I knew <laughs> we were gonna be talking. Oh yeah. You know? And also, Hello? as we hear some bubbles in the back, man, that's how I guess she called in early. And so we're going to, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Councilman, could you hold on a second, please? I sure can. Okay. Uh, we'll get your comments, you know, about what we're talking about here. Now, uh, uh, very, very deadly to a whole lot of people that the House of Representatives left D.C. and left, you know, know, today as we speak, I can say millions of people are being faced with evictions today, real. I mean, the moratorium in this today, and that right now, families right now are are being evicted from their houses. In some cases, the money is in the city you know, to, to, to take care of this. But a lot of, you know, the, the moratorium was in place that protected them. So this is going to be a, a grave situation. Uh, our, our Congresswoman Cori Bush was on TV last night saying that uh, the House of Representatives need to come back and get some type of you know, uh, resolution done to this. 
very, 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 very serious. And also, uh, President Biden was unable to stop this, so we're going to see how this how this going to going to fare. So that's what this new surge taking place. And also, uh, you know, uh, and also uh, several attorneys that have filed lawsuits, you know, uh, in unsuccessful attempts, you know, to. Uh, Help Donald Trump, you know, said he didn't lose the election, but now fighting not to lose their law license. One thing you attend, you take an oath not to lie. And it's going to be up in the court. So, anyway, mm-hmm. wait, so you go to court, you know, and you go before the judges and someone before the Supreme Court. Matter of fact, uh, uh, Giuliani, he already had his license suspended several pages already. You raise your hand and tell us what's the truth, okay? Well, there's a consequence. So, right now, I don't know lawyers right now are fighting for their livelihood. Because once you get suspended and you spend all that time taking a law license, and you can do it, because you take, raise your hand, you take oath, and you take that oath. But Scott, you guys went into the service, you took oath to serve your country. And you all took, we all, and I, I've been sworn in many you know, different jobs. The oath is to protect you know, what, you, you know, what, what you have to do. And another thing that's here in, in Missouri, we keep getting a bad side. State of Missouri is being ordered. This is where a million dollars in legal fees over a voting rights case. What happened was the suit accused the state automatically update voting information as a resident change address. When you go into the, the license bureau, you know, change your address, you know, change your you know, registration and stuff. Well, you're supposed to automatically change that just all added to address. Well, that affects over 100,000 people, 200,000. And for those 380 some thousand to cast provisional ballots. And that's a whole lot of people. That's again, that's voter suppression in our state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's, I mean, you know, and, 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 but, but right now they caught, we got caught, they paying over a million dollars. And But it's just some of the things that we also had to deal with. And also here in St. Louis, uh, we had a, 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 I guess you call it an eruption at City Hall at, uh, at the jail, uh, the, the third and fourth one in recent months. But uh, about 20 inmates, but the damage was, was controlled, and they were trying to get sales. And also, in the same St. Louis here, the St. Louis city officials just agreed to a settlement with you old police treatment of protesters in 2017. They were peaceful demonstration, by the way, and the police came, and they saw in the street, they called it Ketlin. It's a technique all the participants and stuff, you know, and, and putting that, you know, putting cows, so to speak. Well, that was against the law. <laughs> and guess what? They got caught. And now there's a price to pay for that. And also, uh, 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 another thing that's making news here in the last 24 hours is uh, here in St. Louis County, in uh the police chief for the largest police force in the state of Missouri, uh, Mary Boyd, she's stepping down after one year on the force. Uh, it's kind of out of, out of nowhere, but I was kind of thinking that it was going to take place. Her resignation would take effect as she's on her unused vacation. Uh, she resigned as she's facing a couple of you know, uh, uh, two, uh, two, uh, two, uh, no confidence votes. That's because not the St. Louis Police Department, the Black Police Department Union, and also the city council, the county council. And last but not the St. Louis business in the state of Missouri has the seventh highest, uh, have the second highest rate of trying to keep workers. When, when, 
we are low, at the low end. Okay, we need number four to three hundred fifty-six. And last one for us is St. Louis County and St. Louis City. We pray for all the carjacking and the murders to kind of please, you know, pray for those people that have been affected by that. And on that note, if we can take a small break, we'll be right back with our honor. Yes, Scott, if you can. pleasure to be able to serve and represent for Ferguson Ward 3. Um, getting out, meeting my community, engaging with my community, that's what it's all about so that I can represent in the best light possible. Um, I'm actually a graduate. I graduated from McClure High School in 1998, so I'm a hometown. Yes, yes. It's 
well as St. Louis Community College and Harris Stowe State University. Um, I was actually born and raised in Kenlock, Berkeley, and Ferguson, you know, so all of those communities helped to raise me. You know, Councilwoman, you know, people aren't aware, Kenlock has produced a lot of famous people. I know you already know that Congresswoman Waters from California, she was born in Kenlock, and a whole lot of people came from Kenlock. And that has been a, it's a small community that's been fighting for survival, and it's still surviving, by the way. Yes, it's still surviving, not the way it once was, but it's still surviving. Mm-hmm. So, what did you kind of learn coming, coming raised, being raised in a, in a black community? How, how was that? You say, repeat that. I'm sorry. It went how, how did that feel being raised in an all black community? Oh, well, it felt great. I mean, uh, I, my. We lived in Chinlock. My mother did until I was about seven. Okay. Um, and then my, but my grandma the buyout, and then okay. she moved, you know, to Berkeley. And we would always go back and forth to Chinlock. I'm a big advocate of the Chinlock, so I get to see a lot of people that I was raised up with. Whenever they have that, re- right? I mean, I love being a black woman. I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of where from and what I can contribute to um, our society now. You know, you know, I mean, back in the campaign, I mean, we talked a lot during the campaign, and one of the things uh, that you were a, 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 a person of the community, and the community saw what you had been doing before you became councilman, and they, and they actually uh, picked you out, of, you had two people in the race with you, that, that you kind of went out over, as a matter of fact, one of the people that ran against you spent a lot of money as a writer, tell us about that. Well, yeah, there were there were three candidates, and I came in. You know, I, honestly, I have a chance um, to serve my community, which is why I a degree in urban affairs. I was able to prevail over the two candidates. Um, one was a writing, and one was not. And again, it just I got out there and I did the work. But I was going to work even before I right. was going to run, you know, I was out volunteering and I mean, picking up litter. I care about my community. Investing in this community. I'm a homeowner. You know, I try to explain to people, this is where we live. No one is coming to save us. We have to save ourselves. What can we do, you know, to encourage betterment in our communities? And so, and I just wanted to get that message across. Well, I think you got across, matter of fact, the race of time. How many votes did you win by? By 10 votes. It was close. (laughs) Again, I think it goes back to that community engagement. You have to be present. You know, well, also what it proves proves for people that don't want to vote, okay, it proves how important it is, okay, for people to be able to vote. You know, as we watch around the country right now, there's voter suppression. How does that make you feel that knowing how close your race was, okay, and you see people trying to kick people off the road, how does that make you feel? Well, um, it made me feel like, you know, our race was 304 total voters in Ward 3, which is low, you know. And so when I was out there campaigning, not only was I getting to know the community and expressing why I was the best candidate, but I also had voter registration cards. You know, I was trying to register people to vote, not just for me, but just because that is a privilege, you know. When I was younger, I worked for the St. Louis County Election Board and the St. Louis County Circuit Clerk's Office. So I know how to vote. You know, I understand 
and that voter suppression can be a reality. So we definitely want to do what we can to, uh, if you know someone, I have voter registration course now. <laughs> register to vote. You know, I'm serious. We can take them one. We can give them. I was even giving out stamps, you know, mailing those cards because the goal is to get people registered, make sure their addresses are accurate, and that people understand the importance of it. You know, you know, California, I got to say this, and just my personal opinion, I think your voter registration brought those 10 voters that you needed, okay? They probably were new voters that voted for you. And it could be, sir. Like I said, it was, I, you know, it was... It, the goal is is bigger than me, you know. It's make sure that people are educated mm-hmm. on issues, understand how important their voice is. Mm-hmm. And, and also, uh, you know, uh, people don't talk about this a lot, okay? But the uh, paradigm, I guess, on the board council and their council council and president has, has changed down there. You not only is, it, you know, is minority uh, in control with the, with, the, with with the mayor there. It's also it's all female council. Yes, sir, it is. <laughs> and so I mean that's so again, women are in charge. Again, I tell any man that uh, women tend to do business better than we do. And I said just a couple of weeks ago in our program, uh, Councilwoman, that we were talking about uh, that, that that's going on in DC, you know, up there, you know, and and also in just in St. Louis, in Missouri, that the men were not handling the business ways for the community because the black folks put, uh, put uh, you know, the, the Democrats had been in control of the House and the Senate and the President, and that the black women did that. You know, that was a black woman effort that did that. And if you've been a black woman, as you were in Councilwoman in Ferguson there, you know that the black females actually execute sometimes better than us men do. You don't see that.
Listen to Frequency USA, HotTarryo.com. Run to Missoula, you know, Congress, and we had Councilwoman Laquita, Noah. Uh, we had some phone problems, issues with technology, but uh, she's back. Uh, Councilwoman, you have some music, kind of give us some words. We're going to cut this short because your telephone. Go ahead. Kind of give us some closing words. I just want to say thank you all for having us on the show. And like you were saying, Ferguson does have a our mayor, Nola Jones, our innovative mayor, a female-led council, but it takes a team, and there are a lot of them behind the team that are helping to support yeah. Ferguson. But I do want to just say this, that James Brown said it best. It's oh. a man's will, but it would be nothing oh. with a woman or a girl. So with that said, thank you all, and thank you, Mr. Ira, and I wish you all the best, okay? Be safe. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Have a good day. And do like when life is good. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> I love that woman, Scott. Do you? Well, one of the things I like about her is that I love about the show, okay, is that uh, she is so professional, and 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 you, as you can see, her background that she's uh, been understanding the system how it works. You know, working mm-hmm. for the election board, you know, working for the courts. You know, she had a chance to see how government works and stuff. And then to go to school for her. so she's a, she's a natural person. I, I predict at some point, probably to meet uh, one, of the, uh, one of the mayors of Ferguson in the, in the near future. Well, we'll find out after Mayor Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mayor Jones, you know, is kind of she's one of the Mayor Jones' proteges. That's how I met her. All right. Yes, yeah, so Mayor Jones. You know, she's not. You know, you know. As a matter of fact, we're on the phone now tonight. We've been talking about, uh, 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 I said, the, 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 the station located in Ferguson. She said, no, I'm not sure. And I said, you sure? She said, oh, let me call, let me call, let me call, let me text the mayor. And the call came right back. No, we're in, in unincorporated, North County, Missouri. Sandwich in between Dillwood and Ferguson. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> and, uh, and down the street. When, we, when we started, we were trying to be in Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, well, I think, I think what, not aware during the uh, the uh, the, uh, the uprising for what's it the rising for uh, call it what it was uh, we uh, uh, people met at this church which is, which is uh, you know uh, 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 St. Mark's Family Church here and Pastor Pearson gladly opened these doors so a lot of the things you watched on TV that uh, came from you know, they, you know when people were gathering and stuff you know and it's a beautiful chapel as everyone got a chance to see. And so people had a place they could go, uh, and, and that, hey, not only you know did they go, we also got a, a large parking lot that we could accommodate people for an off the street and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it became it became like the hub, you know, for a lot of the activities that was going on out here. And uh, and, and that fact, I mean, a lot of activity was going on. And Pat Finn was right in the middle, but he so graciously, you know, brought us, you know, stepped up and on. Well, one and, day, and, one day we'll have a studio in Ferguson itself. You are aware of that. that is true. Now that is true. That is true. Because right now people are not aware we we have you know we we originating from a small states, but at the same time we're doing great things. And also, Scott, why we got this break here for for check you with us? Give me uh, my listeners an update right now how we can now be found with a new link that you that you have created. Uh, well, actually, we are uh, becoming uh, available. <laughs> on uh, things like Spotify, and, and we are on rss.com. Uh, it's uh, rss, hold on, stand by while I bring it up. 
And uh, it's rss.com slash podcasts slash Ferguson USA Hot Talk Radio. And so far we have about 30 different episodes that are uh, up there. And again, we're going to be going to Spotify. We're going to go to Apple uh, Podcasts. Wherever you can find your podcast, we will be there. Uh, probably wow. as of next week. Okay, so that's, that's upgrade. You know, people know, uh, again... You know, you'll get the, you'll get the content, not all the music and stuff. Absolutely, uh, it's all audio po- all audio uh, content, but you can get that on an RSS feed, or you'll be able to get it on your your Spotify or whatever. Now, Scott, you know the rules. Okay, the the uh, do it three <laughs> two more times. I know that's rss.com slash podcasts. Slash Ferguson USA Hot Talk Radio, and uh, we will be on Spotify. We'll be on Apple Podcasts. We'll be on Google Podcasts, and every place that I can send it to, so that you can uh, download it from uh, your favorite uh, uh, service. Um, wow! Of course, you'll always be able to get it also on Ferguson USA Hot Talk Radio dot com. Uh, and then you, you go to that site and look go to our, our podcast library, you know, and there we are. That's and, right. I, and I think our show will go back until uh, almost two years now. Well, uh, yes, I got the show going back to the uh, last back year. to 2019. Uh, oh, I wow. think I have the 29th uh, of December show of 2019, and I'm putting okay, every show God. that I can find <laughs> on there. Okay. Okay. So. Well, we, we, we've been on the air, if you've been unaware, we started in 2015 when uh, uh, Brother Bob and Mark Kaysen was on a mission. <laughs> uh, and, what was that and, mission there, Brother Eric? Uh, well, the mission was that the station uh, was, was coming into reality, and I had been <clears throat> on radio for a long time in St. Louis. I had been on uh, a KTZ for a talk show, my wife and I. Almost, almost 10, 15 years we've been on there on Saturday and Sunday mornings, you know, had a matter of fact, we had a top radio show on KCZ in that, in that town, so I should say, the city around that time. Uh, and also, uh, once we left there, uh, we went over to uh, WGNU. And naturally, we took over our town, so like there, okay, we had also been that town. We had um, uh, Larry Williams, who was the city treasurer, was one of our co-hosts. Wasn't available. Scott, me, my man, would step in, you know, and handle the show. And also, in 14, we had a gentleman by the name of Jack Land, who went on to become the uh, president or president of the uh, 100 Black Men. And Jack was able to, uh, you know, when he became one of my one of my one of my mentors, one of my uh, uh, trainees, for lack of a better description. And uh, he went on to uh, build the uh, 100 Black Men's building that's now located over on uh, Delmore Avenue. Uh, which is, you know, a beautiful facility, and uh, it was right down the street from my complex that I built on between Delmore and Vanderbilt, uh, on Delmore between Vanderbilt and uh, and Sarah, I want to say. The beautiful home we built back back in, back in the days that they were put it. Okay, so we had a, a nice team, you know, and uh, and uh, we had all type of guests. Uh, late at the bank, late. Uh, uh, we had, I mean, was all of those, and that's why like we have uh, Senator. I called her Senator, okay, but really she's uh, the Honorable 
Nathan Coleman, who is the uh, commissioner for the Federal Service Commission right now. Justin Schwartz, the, the latest victim of the like condo collapse, in, in the, in the, has been identified. For, for the whole state. Uh, and, you know, she's been there as appointed by the governor. And also, she ran for mayor. And also, uh, uh, as uh, Rev Nolan and Scott, you know, it's also uh, the chamber is working down in Haytown, Missouri, which is where she came from, which is, which is in the boot hill of Missouri. And we've been blessed to uh, be able to uh, work on a project now uh, that's uh, one, of, uh, one of our members down there. Missouri Black Chamber of Commerce, by the way, we have a uh, chapter in Kansas City. We get a lot of stuff in Kansas City, which is that will actually change that community around. We gave, you know, Whisper Toyota there. Well, we saw the program there that went on to become, be nominated, well, I was blown away by this, uh, for a Sabre Award. Now, when I found out what Sabre Award, I didn't slice out of what it was. Okay, but uh, the program we created with Miss Betsy Hughes out of Atlanta, uh, we'll be on these consultants. Uh, uh, the program was called uh, Toyota uh, uh, Entourage, if I make a long story short. And what we did, we had entrepreneurs in Kansas City providing a call for a week or so. We had a beautiful dinner at the uh, Black Archives, but along with the, those people, we, they also got, the, uh, they got their trainees, people they were missing. They come in to the dinner, and this uh, this event eventually grew to where it became, uh, you know, we did a couple of other, other states, other cities, I should say, in uh, Dallas, uh, Indianapolis, Philadelphia, and it went on set to win an award, you know, uh, to you know, be nominated. We didn't win, but to be nominated for, along with the work with Toyota, was a, a blessing for the chamber. And uh, also, uh, we've been blessing Kansas City to. Uh, Made the uh, uh, Trip Awards there in Kansas City, where we not oh my God, that was so beautiful. I think we had some video that Scott, we had a video with education. If not, I can't get that to you about our Trip Awards in Kansas City. And that one said the Chamber had been doing things, so when it came down to Haytown, Missouri, we were asked there to uh, work with the Bishop and Church Garden Christ down there, do things. We gladly stepped up to the plate, and as we speak, we are in the process. me getting the calls up in the background. As we as we step to the plate, uh, we are now working on building some low-income housing. You know, we're in Haytown, Missouri. It's the poorest state in Missouri. Uh, I mean, the poorest of the poorest in Primside County. And so we've been blessed to be able to uh, initiate a project there along with a vehicle that, well, you know, as I, you know, hear him on the pro program many, many times, and a gentleman out of, out of Montana, and along with some people in, in, in Haytown, uh, the city council and all. So, so we've been blessed to do a lot of stuff, okay? We had a dream of doing. So again, and this program here uh, helped us highlight those things. As a matter of fact, Mr. Uh, Bow will be joining us shortly. Uh, we are happy to say that the chamber was able to uh, be a part of creating, I guess you call it an app. What do you call it? An app or whatever. It's a, you know, it's a thing. A website. Yeah, well, uh, well, yeah, website. Okay, well, excuse me, website that uh, highlights black businesses. You get a website. It's AmericanDreamMarketplace.com. That's AmericanDreamMarketplace.com. 
that's all one word. And if you're putting it in your computer, when it lights up, that means you got the right the right website. <laughs> right, Scott? That's uh, one of the ways to find out. Oh, if you want to go into your app store. Or you can go to the app store, uh, your uh, your Google Apps, or your Apple uh, Apple Play Store, and uh, you can pick it up there, you betcha. Right, right. And, and I will say on that, uh, check your bowl, but very interested in getting that done. Chuck, uh, so you didn't want to know that I'm Vice President of the National Team of Commerce, uh, and uh, he's rejoining us shortly, but also we collaborate with a gentleman by the name of uh, Roby Mercedes. I want to say it right that time. And he's the, like the, uh, the brain, the guy that's the master, the mastermind on the computer and all the technology that we've got here. And Scott, you know, just the story that I looked at the other day, it, it, uh, it's a picture of has improved from what we started with on the website. It looks very, very nice now, and we're getting a lot, a lot of responses to it. Uh, we're getting people, major corporations, and we built this primarily to say, if black businesses didn't have a place to advertise or be seen, uh, they could, uh, and we said that one of the problems that this pandemic did was created, oh my God, I can't say the story too lightly, 66% of the black businesses kind of disappeared, and we were in the process of fading, but now uh, brick, and, brick and mortar stores with storefronts, stuff like that, and offices, we were working from home and stuff. Well, we had to go find a way that we could reach our members, members could reach us, and also for businesses to reach us also. So we created this, this opportunity for black businesses to be seen and to be found. And I will say, since we did this, oh my God, most major corporations have reached out to us. <laughs> uh, businesses have reached out to us, and we have grown, grown unbelievably, unbelievably. And I'm just happy to be you know, part of that. And then, and then we look forward to big, big, big things. And matter of fact, they want us with a show sometime in the very near future on Frequency in USA, Australia.com. So again, as we're doing these things, and also let me, we've got some time here, let me say uh, something that took place here in St. Louis County, that the first black police chief to hold that position. Uh, he's an acting interim, uh, acting police chief, a uh, gentleman named uh, uh, Ken Gregory. But Ken and I went to high school together. He's a year behind me at Solan, and he also was a quarterback. So I consider him a, big, a good friend. So right now, for the first time in history, St. Louis County, we lost being the, we had the first female chief of police, now we got the first black chief of police. And so we're going to see how that plays out. But again, you know, in the, in, in the St. Louis, St. Louis area, uh, uh, you know, there's debate among businesses and, and owners and stuff here about what needs to be done. And also, uh, we need to always uh, let people know that we have a show that comes on every Saturday at from 5 to 6. And I'm one of the producers, uh, Matthew Scott, and I'm involved with it. And it's called Guess Who Coming to Kansas City. Scott, since you heard this program, how do you like the program? Uh, I think it's a great program. It brings up a lot of uh, good social issues. Right, right, and, and this is something that uh, uh, MC Richardson is our, uh, our host, and he's been doing this over 30 years in Kansas City, and we were happy to say that he was on another station, and as things change in, the, in this business, okay, he, he found a new home with us. And I will say this, you know, Kevin said this, this his audience has grown, uh, and he's happier now, 
And also one of the things that uh really MC he's uh oh, okay we would you Stand by uh Mr. Arbor, we have a just dis- dis- uh disturbance here. Did you say what? We we have a little disturbance here. Uh brother uh brother Allen forgot to turn off his ringer. So <laughs> <laughs> Well he forgive him. We forgive him, you betcha. Man, it's so sick right now, and you know they need to be in contact with you know, And with people, one thing I tell people, we do this alive. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are alive, okay. And so, uh, what we do is just do what we do best, you know. And as MC was said, the show must go on. Yep. But, but I was saying, in St. Louis County, uh, the police, the police board has gone through a lot of turmoil in the last couple of years, you know. Yes, and they we're gonna have. See. <laughs> Yes, they have, and the Civilian uh, Review Board has been meeting uh, recently as well. Right. So tell us a bit about that, what you know about that. Um, I get, I, let's see here, I get, uh, I get announcements from Ferguson, uh, let me see here. Um, stand by just a second. Ferguson, uh, the FergusonCity.com website. Uh, and yes, sir. You know, uh, Rev is right there. What kind of surprise he just speak up? <laughs> Three times. <laughs> well, FergusonCity.com, FergusonCity.com, FergusonCity.com uh, always tells uh, what's going on in the community. And I'm just trying to find something here. Uh, do, 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 do. Hey, Rip. Yeah. Sam, down your buddy, Mr. Bubbles, was stressing to look out. So if you hear some noise in the background, uh, he got a dog walking down the street, you know, like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mr. Bubbles. Yeah, man. Mr. Bubbles, hey, he's. <laughs> Very much a part of our show, you know, Mr. Bubbles. Yep. <laughs> but now you say about about my first review, Boy Scott. Uh, saying that the uh, civilian review task force just met yesterday, as a matter of fact. Wow. Uh, actually, no, they met. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Let's see here. Uh, oh, that's. Okay, March. Uh, lo- looks like they're getting ready to meet. I remember getting a, an email for them just uh-huh. recently. So, let's see here. July 27th. Uh, Notice is hereby given that City Council of Fer- City of Ferguson will hold an open meeting on July 27th at 7 p.m. Uh-huh. So they did just uh, meet. Okay. Well, you know, in all this, what's that? And I said all this is after the police chief. You know, she resigned because that she had got uh, two uh, no 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 confidence votes. You know, uh, from the council, you know, from the county council, and also from the uh, you know from the uh, you know, St. Louis Ethical Society, which is the police the black police association. I see. Okay. Uh, yeah, and one and one of the things that chief, you know, in her defense. Uh, I, I think this was more or less uh, uh, a 
she was put in an awkward position. You know, when, when they chose her, to be honest with you, and, uh, and I don't think she was quite was prepared to be chief. Because when you come to chief of police, okay, you take on a whole lot of responsibility. Yes, you do. A whole lot of responsibility, you know. And, and that means you never sleep, you know, you're uncomfortable, you know, around the clock. And also, when um, we're going to talk about with, with Councilman Noah, in Ferguson, Missouri, they just hired a new police chief, you know, over there in Ferguson, you know, we happen to say. And also, we just, they also hired a new city manager this week. There you go. So there's a lot of things that was gonna be we we're gonna talk about with the councilwoman that we had to you know, kind of take off the table when she left, but uh, we still can talk about those things, you know. And uh, and so Ferguson right now, uh, if you're not aware of under a Justice Department decree, so most things they do okay has to be approved by the federal government, and so that means that uh, you know the things that are taking place now okay are steps, I call them building blocks, you know, for a strong community. And I will say, uh, 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 you know, I know the police chief, McCall, who has been around for a little while, you know, in, in the community doing things, and uh, also the deputy police chief there. Uh, he had been acting for a little while, and people have thought that he would, he would have gotten the job. And that's the same thing with Kenny Gregory in the Sanders County. They about to start a, a search for the county police chief. And I'm kind of hoping that Kenny Gregory just a chance at the job, you know, uh, he's more than qualified, and also it probably be him and another gentleman, a black gentleman, okay, that that, that he thought was gonna be the police chief, and uh, she'll have politics works, okay. The police chief, you know, she was able to sell a lawsuit herself, and also she got, you know, walked away with a couple hundred thousand dollars, you know, benefits, you know, in a settlement and stuff. So you get into, into politics and, and government now, it is not like it used to be. There are a whole lot of rules and how many regulations, what you can and can't do. Also, how you govern yourself. Right now, as I'm talking more, I'm waiting my whiskers. I have my cup right here, so red with my uh, Sprite in it. I know when we were kids, right up, you 
know, and most of us uh, people my age and young people, everybody gets vaccinated. They go, they go, they go, they go to school every year. You know, and and it's no big deal. But now, you know, just because you know everybody's hearing about the vaccinations, you know, taking place, and one thing we got President Trump for, he rushed this through to get it, to get this virus for us. I mean, I mean, I mean the vaccine, I should say, and it's been good for the country. I mean, uh, people around the world are still, you know, trying. You know, there's countries that have less than two percent. Even in China, one of the things that we need to talk about here, Rev, is the uh, Miss Miss. Uh, Got to put God first. Yeah, and I think she prayed about it. I know she hadn't prayed about it with her family. And, you know, and sure, you know, the pressure was on for her to want to perform, I'm quite sure. I mean, that's what I do, Ira. I put God first on everything. (laughs) I'm right there with you because, you know, I pray on it. You know, and one thing I will tell anyone that's uh, listening to us right now. If you ask God for anything and it's real simple to do, you just bow your head. Uh, if you can't bow your head, just say, Heavenly Father, I ask for forgiveness. I ask for help. I ask for guidance. I ask for directions. I do it every day. Amen. You know, and, you know, and, and, I, and I have to admit that uh, uh, he, he guides me through the day. And as Rev said earlier, okay. The society that we live in is one that uh, we live in a, in a world of people who, who, who are resistant to, to things that they don't agree with. Yeah. And, and I know that in my life, a lot of things I grew up that I didn't agree with, but it was the law. But at that time, and the law has changed, but one thing we have to do is respect, you know, respect our government, the Bible tells you pray for your, you know, for your authority, peace, and authority. Amen. You know, and uh, and respect them, and that's why I'm so so proud to say, as I watch this this, this uh, select committee committee uh, store, that this is going to be a lesson in history where the shield, you know, the, not the shield, uh, the cover's coming off. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 I forgot to tell you. Uh, my my daughter just had me another grandbaby, a boy. Congratulations! Oh my God! Man. His his name is Jude Judah Elias Henry. Good name. Right, say it again, Rip. Judah Elias Henry. Judah Elias Henry. Judah Elias Henry. <laughs> You got two granddaughters this year, two grandsons this year. Yep. <laughs> God, man, God is blessing you, man. Yes, sir. He is blessing you so much. You know, my God. Okay. Wow. Okay. You know something? You just 
out of their family recently, and God said, you know, he's going to replace and replenish your family. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, everybody happy about it. Oh my God, yes, yes, another another singer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's praising God right now. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, no one, uh, God, God. See, that's how God bless you, okay? I I you know, told you about Brendan. I told you Brendan trying to walk, and he's just uh yeah. six months. He been standing up by himself and everything. Yeah, <laughs> he pulled himself up and sat up by himself. <laughs> he he want to see, see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the good part about about all of us, okay? We went to those steps where we had to stand up, we had to crawl, and then you pull up on something, okay? And then you look around and say, oh my God. You know, and that's why, and that's why you know, being inquisitive, Open up, open up you to a lot of things, but you know, man, look, see what the world has to offer you. Amen. You know, I learned something every day. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm, you know, I know you, I know we both do. You know, I'm sitting at two right now, and you got to pass me, and you're sitting at three. But uh, these eyes have seen so many good things and blessings, you know, and learned so much. Okay, that uh, we can share with people that you know, coming with us behind us to know. What it is that you know, we need to do, that we need to do for us, you know, to, uh, you know, to establish it. You know, I, I, my little granddaughter, great-granddaughter, we call her Princess Grace right now. She's doing quite well also. You know, and, uh, and, and uh, also I have to say, uh, my, my son-in-law, uh, Saeed Minaj, uh, just had a birthday yesterday. And uh, he's, uh, his wife took him for his birthday. <laughs> To the uh, Yellowstone Park. That's the one that got the the, the, the gushes, uh, Scott. What's that? Yellowstone Park. That's the one that has the uh, gushes, right? In uh, Yellowstone Park. I'm sorry. And that's the one that has the, the, the gushes, right? The gushers. You know, the, 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 hot, the hot water coming up. Glazer. The glaciers. The oh, the no, the um. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Geyser. Geyser. No, it's in Yellowstone. They went to Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone has a lot of geysers in it. Yeah, yeah, because the pictures that they sent me, oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's just unbelievable, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is, know, that right is those real hot? A lot of them are very hot. They, oh, uh, okay. Uh, they're, they're boiling water, basically. Yeah. Well, I'll send some of the pictures, Scott. You may want to post this people and understand what we'll be talking about here, you know. Uh, but they're, 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 they're beautiful, okay? You know, one of the things, uh, being a person that loves love history and geology, you know, <laughs> you know, you read about these things. I'm happy to see my daughters being able to experience this thing. It seems like she went to Honolulu for her birthday. Right. She turned 50 years old now, and, and what they both decided to do for their birthday, they try to, you know, do things that together they would you know, talk about, you know, make them very special. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, and uh, that's yeah. a good good way to do it. Yeah, oh my God, yes. Matter of fact, uh, also I'm proud to say that uh, he worked for Apple recently and he, he quit out, he retired from Apple. Yeah. 
And most people don't walk away from a company like that, okay, but he did as one of your top technicians and sort sort his own business, you know, you know, to be a psychiatrist. Yeah, you know, right now he's in, in school getting getting the degrees and stuff, but right now in therapy wise, you know, uh he's you know, he's got looking at talking to patients and stuff, you know. And and, and right now there's a lot of people need psychological help right now. Really? And so so he's followed his passion right now, which I'm happy to say that he he's doing that. Well, that, it's, it's good to be able to follow your passion. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, I, I, I enjoy doing that myself. Well, Scott, we know when you come down the highway on your bike, you feel in the air breathing, you went through the mountains, going down the, uh, to the Carolinas and stuff, you know. That is a beautiful, if people get a chance to go, that is breathtaking. It, it really was breathtaking, going across the United States. Is that a more beautiful uh, country in the world, in my opinion? Well, yeah, that's why people want to go different places, okay? Now, now you're finding that, that here in this country that we have a lot to offer, you know, and that like, and it's safe to go. Because now we can appreciate the interstate highway that allow us to go from state to state and allow us you know, to, be, to be able to view know, what's yeah, going we, on. We can cross borders of states and never have to use a passport. Anchors and lesson when I came back from Vietnam. Did you? Yep. Wow. Now, when you went to Vietnam, which route did you go to go over there? We went by we went by plane. We, we went by the army plane from uh, we left out of uh, Fort Lewis, Washington. Senior, and she was from St. Louis. We picked up one of the senior citizens, 
And that should have life is my man was on doing I guess he didn't even know what I'm gonna say, how we're gonna do it, and how to get back to my office, right? Mm-hmm. And they ran on she she looked at to me, Oh my god, we're going down Chambers Road and this is on and this is so beautiful. I said, That's what you that's what you mean, man. See, I never I I've never been out of St. Louis before and I heard about St. Louis County and she started going down St. Chambers Road was the most beautiful thing she ever saw in her life. It's it's a, just, it's unfortunate that most people don't get out of twenty five miles away from their uh their birth home. Right, yeah, yeah, you know, and that's how best we are that we are, you know, uh when when you guys are traveling the world, I've just, you know, been able to travel the country, you know, and uh and I'm just always amazed what nature has to offer, you know, and just be to be, be on the beaches and stuff, you know, and just watch the ocean come in. Mm-hmm. You know, on both coasts, you know, and, and even the Gulf Coast, you know, so I've just been, been you know, we all, that's why I said the show, that people are not aware of that we can care and never make lunch with them. It's such a good show, uh, you know, update a lot of things as we, if you'd like to share your pictures, if you're listening, uh, you can send them to GM at FergusonUSAHotTalkRadio.com. Be glad to share them. No, Scott, Scott, you got to repeat that again. Well, three times, of course. If you'd like to share your photos of the United States, send them to GM at FergusonUSAHotTalkRadio.com. That's GM at FergusonUSAHotTalkRadio.com. And I'll be glad to display all your pictures of the United States. Yes, well, see, that's the thing that Scott, that we need to start doing that, okay? Open up, listen to eyes up, you know, to not only to the ears, okay, but listen to us, but also the eyes. And if I were 40 pictures to you also, you know, so you can, you can have us up there. Oh, absolutely. You know? I've, I've got plenty of uh, plenty of space. Right, okay. And also, as a matter of fact, I, you know, my daughter, uh, when they went to Honolulu, matter of fact, I, I, I did one thing that, that, that actually amazed me. Uh, to rent a car to go the other side of the, for one day, I didn't care where you went. It was six hundred dollars a day to rent a car for one day. Now naturally they did not rent a car. It was six hundred dollars a day. And I know here in St. Louis okay a couple of weeks ago, uh me and some team members gonna get we were heading down the Haytack and so we gonna just uh, rent a car and drive and there were no cars in the St. Louis area. There were no and what? No cars were available. Really? Yes. That's yes. pretty interesting. Yeah, it was on a, for a Tuesday a couple weeks ago. We were still in Ravino. We were supposed to be heading down on a Tuesday, you know, so we started trying on that Friday, you know, and, uh, and, I, and I tell my people who have, uh, got gold master cards, you know, who, who have privileges. <laughs> yeah. And people who work, on, who work at, at the agencies, they said, no cars, period. Wow. And they almost had one car for a little while, but before we get to it, that was for $100 a day. Mm. And they jumped on that. So again, one thing, what happened here, I'm real right close to the airport, Enterprise has a big agency, a big lot, Quite a lot going for me, and those lots were vacant because during the pandemic, uh, they 
shift the course to different places, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know you know, whatever happened. And also, you know, as I'm having this conversation, there is a shortage of course this year. Really? And that mainly, mainly because there's, there's, a, there's a computer chip that goes in all cores. But right now, uh, those chips are having problems being, manufa- being manufactured. Yeah, that's what they say. I've seen whole parking lots full of cars that aren't able to go out as a manufacturer. Right, yeah, because, because that, that chip, you know, see, so, so many things, one thing that uh, President Biden is, is advocating now to have our factories build all of these things in our country. And they give them money to them. Because most time in the past, we've given countries, um, countries money to go elsewhere to build factories. And it's time to bring that money back home. Right. So that's better, but we need the jobs here, you know, in our community more so than anybody else, you know, that's been our own community up. Yeah, well, you know, should be able to manufacture those in the United States, if I'm correct. So right now? We should be able to man- uh, manufacture those type of things in the United States, but we're waiting on China. Right, and right now we find out, okay, that's not a good thing. And so, and so, so because of that, that's why there's a car shortage. But, you know, there's less cars being made. I know Ford and company, you know, company, uh, other deals, I mean, the manufacturers, uh, they're saying uh, that chip, which is a small piece, but, it, but it's the brains in the car. Yep. And, and the same chip is in your telephone. Yep. Again, I don't know why America isn't uh, stepping up to this. You know why? Why is that? Bible prophecy said the world is waxing worse and worse. And the people in the world as well as the world itself. Now Chuck, what do you have to say about that? Hello, Chuck. Chuck? I'm sorry, I was muted. Uh, and I'm talking away. But uh, <laughs> what yeah. aspect are we really talking about? Are we talking about uh, tech, uh, tech manufacturer? Are we talking about the chips? Well, yeah. well, well, right now, right now, I guess you know had, had to leave early, so we were kind of you know uh, filling in some information, and we got into talking about the shortage of cars. You know, I was saying that my daughter's in, Hon- in Honolulu, and they're going to charge us six hundred dollars a day to go to go you know, for one day to rent a car. And in St. Louis, we're going to go down to Haiti recently, and they didn't have not one car. Just, we could get. And then we kind of was talking about you know, the shortage of manufacturers. And, and they're computerized chip is what everybody needs now, and, they, and, and they're, waiting, they're made in China, and they should be made in this country. That's kind of the gist of it, right, Scott? Yeah, there was a uh, there was a, a sixty minutes story or something about this, mm-hmm. and you know the, that whole thing with China. See, that's <laughs> there's their strategy coming to uh, fruition. They're making it cheaper, and so the uh, buyers shifted wherever they were on the on the planet. They shifted to buying a, a cheaper uh, uh, product. And then I think, if I remember correctly, there was uh, components or things involved with it that the company that makes the stuff that goes in it was Chinese or something too. But China basically strategized a way to take over that market, and the, and that's what they've done. And so now part of this infrastructure bill uh, that, that they're talking about that's about to be passed 
has uh, so many billions dedicated to uh, Intel and some of these other companies that are going to try to try to get back into semiconductor process, uh, manufacturing business. It's about time. You know they're 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 trying, but see, it got like that because some, you know let's say say the Chinese hired the right lobbyists. Yeah. And, and as a country, we let we let our you know it's kind of like letting our food supply die off. Right. You know, there's a thing talking about it's the same thing. So I, I consider it all part of the same conversation. There's a drought in California, I think, uh, right now, and they're talking about get ready for the price of tomatoes to go up. And we're not just talking about tomatoes; we talk about that whole lane in the grocery store that has tomato paste, tomato sauce, spaghetti sauce, mm-hmm. uh, 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 salsa, uh, anything and everything to do with tomatoes is about to be affected. And so maybe in climate change and you get a bigger thing at all around what caused the tomato uh, uh, shortage, but at the same time, man, they just pulled $4 billion away from black farms for no reason, for green. And they had tomatoes. Of course they got tomatoes. They got everything. <laughs> they got it. Not me, you know, but <laughs> let's go ahead, have this impact at the uh, grocery store and on the consumer. Mm-hmm. And so now what? We, we're, we're all chasing the world and... and and please don't tell me that it's a Chinese tomato and I got to eat it or buy it. But you got you know, to wear a mask while you're eating it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so have you noticed these commercials on TV about uh, Peru avocados? Avocados from Peru? Remember, it just went, you know, it used to be California uh, avocado. You went in, in Florida, was where you got your oranges from. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you go to the grocery store now and you wonder about all these imports and everything going on. And uh, these black farmers, man, and I'm not I'm not saying they're the only farmers, but certainly there's a whole group. They have high quality products. They got restaurant or double A, triple A grade, USDA grade stuff that goes to the highest bidder. And usually that's the fancy restaurants to get that. Well, they, they, had, they had, to pay, uh, had to pass the uh, certification, so that means they got quality, you know, I mean, you know, great materials. But unfortunately, you know, uh, that was seen as competition, you know, for other people. Like you just said, the largest, see, that's the thing, Chuck, while we own this, explain to people the power of the largest in D.C. It's all the power. <laughs> Everything is, is on. So... You know, they talk about big money, big government, big corporations and all that. So you have more money. So here's here's a good one. It was just it's just coming out about how in the world were they able to get it so oxycotton, fentanyl, these 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 uh prescription drugs were pumped into the communities as a health solution, and it was it was uh, tweaked the recipe, the, the 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 formulation of the product. They knew this.
this stuff was 10 times more addictive. Mm-hmm. And it happened because government was lobbied to pass the laws and turn their, to turn their head and say, okay, now, uh, we, we left out a, a piece here, okay? Who owned the lobbyists? The lobbyists are paid. They're, they're hired. They're paid. Right, right, right. Uh, you and, know, and, so. and, and the same people that, well, obviously the people that benefit or stand to make the money are the ones that shape the, 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 the nature of the uh, legislative process. So let's go all the way back. So right now, you're hearing, if you notice, you're hearing a whole lot of Biden talk about th- this infrastructure thing. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, here comes this about PLAs, PLA project labor agreements. Mm-hmm. They they go in on a lar- on any almost any government project and say this is a project labor agreement, which means the unions control it, or whoever in the union that has these particular companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in line, those companies are already set up, and they've they've spent their money. So they're they're obligated because since uh, President Obama, the unions put tons of money in lobbying. You want to talk about gun control? What's going on? Why can't we? Why are guns just every? Why are guns so prolific? Why is it so easy to get a why? It's because of the lobbying. Mm-hmm. The national the NRA is the number one lobby. They got so much money that I believe the head of the NRA uh, was, uh, I think, just his basic salary, his payroll was over $10 million. It's supposed to be a nonprofit organization, an advocacy group. Mm-hmm. And yes, it goes back and it's all, it has all that. But don't you dare thinking about changing the laws. Don't you dare thinking about taking these automatic weapons off a, a regular Joe Blow could go to the gun show and buy 10 of them. You know, why is so when, when, you know, our families, our wives, or people we're sitting and we're talking to, say, you know, why is it just so easy? Why can't they just say the problem has to do with accessibility? Thank you. You know, even to the point of uh, mental people being able to go in there. And I, I mean, somebody that's mentally ill, that background check or where there's no none of this or uh, how a uh, family or somebody they like they go to somebody's house and find out he got a hundred guns and ten of these and twenty of those and enough ammunition to start his own war you know it, it is because the interpretation of your uh, constitutional rights to bear arms gone beyond reality or on application for today's world. You know, it's one thing to have a hunting rifle or a self-protection. Well, but it's another thing to be out here running around, waving guns, pistol whipping people, and, you know, just, or accidentally. And they got so many different ways, okay, the AK-47, what you want to call them. You know, and those things, you can't hunt with those, you know, in the I would say for one bullet to kill something. But if you just send you shoot it 10 or 15 times, okay, you have to short it. Hmm. Yeah, and this is kind of like where we really are getting to right now. It's going to 
gone so it's got so bad. Okay. I mean, so, so let me change the subject for a second, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, we started this conversation uh, over a year ago, you myself, with uh, Scott and, and Rev, with the coronavirus. Is it seen as taking another curve? Can you kind of update us a little bit on that? I know you've been following it. That's exactly where I was headed when I'm just talking about government's gotten so bad. Okay. Do we, are we really getting the real numbers, the real facts? This thing has blown back out of of control. It's out of control. Let me just call and tell you, whether you want to believe it or whether you don't want to believe it, you better believe one thing for sure. Something is going on and more people are dying. And out of, I think it was 14,000 Delta cases in Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. 1,400 of them were people that had already been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. 400, 400, 400 of that 1,400 died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, it's like you call it, say, do whatever you want to do. Something's up. Amen. And we don't know whether do we need a mask, do we not need a mask. You know, it, it, government is trying so hard to be big tell us what to do, whether you should be vaccinated, what you're not, whether you, or whatever, and if, 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 you know, nobody, we're just not used, we're not that kind of country to where the news media is, or uh, give it a script from government as to what you can say, or what you're reporting, or how you spend it, spend what the story may be, and, uh, Oh, so what? Federal workers, every federal worker must have a vaccination. Well, that didn't last but a couple of days to where now we're going to make it so difficult for you that we're going to test you every day if you don't have a vaccine. And even if you do have a vaccine, you may have to still wear a mask. Well, in the meantime, man, people are dying. It's out of control. They don't, kids are about to go back to school, Florida, a few other places. They have we're not shutting down. We're not closing anything. It's the individual's right. And in the meantime, get the body bags ready. People are dying left and right. And these hospitals are not reporting the truth about what, what really caused that person to die. Well, they had existing conditions. Or uh, uh, we don't really know, and, you know, it's unfortunate, but they died. Well, Chuck, you know, here in Missouri, our governor, I talked about it during the program, the monologue, that our governor came out saying everything is you know, going in the right direction, they got under control, and the health director in, in Greene County, where in the state of Missouri, was, came out and said, no, the governor's lying. said, we got some issues down here, we, we need help. You know, and whether the governor's talking about trying to make this a shiny day, we need help here. As a matter of fact, what he's doing here in Missouri, uh, we got a thing called our, uh, 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 we have a festival once a year. What's it called, Scott? Where the, uh, they have this once a year where all the farmers get together. Uh, Who gets together? Uh, all the farmers get together, you know, you know they have, have, a, have like a, a whole week, okay? Oh, the convention. And, and right now, he's publicized that they're not going to wear no masks, you know, and those will be like super spirits. And that's the thing that's going to take place now, because I'm sure we have to understand that we were told that everything was fine, that that was to make business pop, which is hand. 
But now people, you know, trying to, there's like something, the horse back in the career, what's the dollars? Back in the two. How do you do it? You can't. You can't put toothpicks back in the tube. It wasn't designed for that, and 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 and, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. You know, have you seen though how it's trickled down into our society, our daily lives? I mean, uh, people are fighting over where whether they're going to wear a mask or whether I'm wearing one but you're not wearing one, or I'm on this flight and we get ready to go somewhere, and it already said up front that I have to wear a mask when I go on the flight, but I'm on the flight now, and I'm not wearing a mask. So everybody's disrupted. It's more mm. uh, friction amongst us that is the direct net result of, and I'm blaming government. You know, whether, you know, Dr. Fauci one day is saying one thing, or whatever. why would they ever have to make any one person a guru over this? The same person. I we talked about this gentleman. We all talked about it. Lysol's back on the shelf now. Stop. We're ready to go again. <laughs> yeah. You see, well, it's no what? Alright, here's up here. Buck buck number number two coming down the line. Delta's uh, uh 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 loaded up, ain't ready to go, and it's going. And uh, okay, so here we go, Mississippi. I was doing, I had to do a little research and find out. Mississippi is the number one state for COVID infections. It's one of the number one states for lack of vaccinated. It's also the number one state for the number of people without food, domestic hunger. And it's number one for murders, gun violence. I wouldn't doubt that. And so, what? What's up? You know, and we're, we got all these solutions and whatever, but you know, and put put the, the other world, the, the the South in there, so Louisiana, Alabama, mm-hmm. Georgia, Texas is in there, but but Texas has a lot of uh, the Lone Star State kind of uh, uh, attitude. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, it ain't necessarily just poor black people. You know, that's my point. The other thing about Mississippi, Mississippi's got a whole lot of farmers down there, too. That didn't make that that made no sense. You got all these farmers, but y'all the number one in food uh, food depri- deprivation. That that part, and also in Louisiana, because that part, I didn't I know, and I'm familiar with both, okay? You know, and, and I grew up in Vicksburg, you know, which is a you know, small but number of cities at that time. And and I visited my mother's father, my mother's people on the plantation in Delta, Louisiana. And these, they always raised their own food. They grew their own food. So I'm like you, I don't understand how uh, Mississippi could be in a shortage for food because they had nothing, nothing less but crop land. They grew cotton and they found that they could grow everything else on that land down there. It just doesn't make sense, does it, uh, Mr. Folks? Not in, not in America. I mean, are we in Africa? You know, they're gonna have us uh, buying rice. That, you know, or, or how better still, we grew tomatoes, but they shipped them off to China to turn them into tomato paste, and now I gotta pay for it, double, triple, plus all the cost to ship it over there. You know, uh, uh, that's what I'm saying in terms of we're at that point. Kind of gotta. Turn back within ourselves, 
get in touch with our spirituality, with our convictions to the fundamental basics of, of, of life, of religion, or whatever you want to profess to believe in, and go out here and just say, listen, you got all this dirt around you. You know, you got people over here that are growing some of the best, doing some of the best there is anywhere. Can somebody with a pickup truck or something come through here and, 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 and maybe get us a few bushels with tomatoes and some lettuce and some cabbage or corn or whatever and drive through the hood and whatever money y'all got, you know, uh, come on through. Or divert some of this, uh, 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 some of this money that y'all hoarding up and doing what you have to do the right thing with it. You're doing something else, you know. How about this one? Today, July thirty first, the the the, uh, the various states. I'm not sure exactly. I haven't looked at, it, but there is a national moratorium on evictions that is lifted today. And guess what else? Guess what else, Aaron? There's 47 billion in relief money for evictions, but only about three billion's been given out. Matter of fact, my congressman right now is uh, is boycotting up in D.C. on the steps. Oh, that was her. I saw. Yeah, I saw. That's pitiful. You know, bless their hearts, trying to say something. She's getting attention. She, the matter of fact, you know, how could they leave D.C., you know, knowing that, you know, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. Went on vacation. Yeah, they gone they on vacation. They gone on vacation and, and, and what? Uh, uh, almost like right on cue. Yeah, right. And, and like I said, you know, and this, to me, uh, 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 well, Chuck, I tell you what, okay, we're getting down to the end of the program here, but let me, uh, Approaching for a second for you, okay? Um, one, I want us to know uh, that uh, the NASDAQ Chamber of Commerce, we have lost a member of our family, so you want to take them this. Uh, you lost your sister, you know, uh, Katie Bowl. And I know I didn't want to take too much time talking to her. I just could take these about five minutes. Anything you want to say? Absolutely. And, and boy, we can talk about this for the weeks to come. But on the personal tip, uh, we are grave, greatly, uh, deeply saddened by the loss of the co-founder and pretty much the, the did-everything person of the uh, National Black Chamber of Commerce. It just so happened to be my sister. She was the engine. Yes, and, and bless her heart. Uh, really laid down a wonderful legacy. Uh, the uh, response from the uh, community at large is really starting to trickle in and I'm taking a lot of calls and I'll be honest with you I'm, I sit here and speak of it uh, somewhat in a like I'm, I'm a bit removed from it you know we talk about grieving and that's the other thing about these times we're in now where life is so precious and yet so fleeting you know it's gone in a minute and you never know when that last shot that last conversation that last thing you're going to do is the thing you're going to have to live with so uh uh i appreciate all the the love and the sharing uh we're in the process now of immediately um uh, from a business standpoint having to adjust 
at Pivot, and we were already kind of doing that anyway. So the chamber will live on. Uh, the funeral is going to be August 14th in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, Kay and Harry, the co-founders, husband and wife, they have a uh, property there and a family uh, plot. And so um, we're going to lay it to rest in Shreveport on August 14th. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that this story will go on and we'll have a lot more to um, yes. mm-hmm. to talk about it. Uh, but if you're interested in getting anything, you can almost Google it because it's on the black newspapers. Uh, if you're in a city where there's a black newspaper, there's a chance they ran the obituary. If not, you can check, uh, I think it's Winfield Funeral Home in Shreveport. Uh, it's there too as well. So um, thank you, Ira. You know, Kay was very fond of you and fond of our work here and what we're doing, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna keep on doing it. Yeah, I was I was very close. One thing I remember with Kay, you know, she you know she ruled with an iron hand. I have to say that you know professionally and, and, and luckily, okay, because when well, she would see you know, the good in you, and she liked it, she liked it. She did, she didn't. <laughs> And that's the type of person she was. She didn't hide it, you know, and she was open with you. Uh, and but she kept us straight, okay? You know, she said she was the engine behind everything that we did in the chambers, you know. And I think, you know, for, you know, with, you know being a part of our, us, what we do in the city here, but in our, more, in our hearts, and her, her and Kate always put my prayers every day, you know what I mean? So this is, a, and I got that, that, that uh, check me the other day. Uh, I'm not going to lie, check, I told you, that's why I had to call you. I just, it just... Uh, matter of fact, this year the day with Bill Kovacs, you know, he did, he wasn't aware. He come right if I went on the air this morning, okay, this afternoon, so I mean, so as the word spread, I'm quite sure, you know, I t- thank you for taking the time today, you know, and you know, and telling our family here, you know, what, what you need, what you, how you want us to agree, and we appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have my moment where uh, I lose my mind and my uh, 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 purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, because I have, uh, I have angry, I have uh, grief. You know, and and Rev, you can probably uh, address this. You know, you get angry. You you. I'm going to ask God why. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not for me to understand. I and I I, I I I can look at it, and you could look at something. And, and that bottle of water that's sitting on your desk is still going to be a water, bottle of water sitting there tomorrow, but you're going to say, why? Why? Why did you do this? Why did this happen? And why did it occur? And why did you allow it to happen? And, you know, my mother's voice would tell me, said, well, you know, that's not for you to, uh, to understand, if not today, this moment. Maybe it will make sense and its purpose be known down the road so that's what i you know when i talk about being in touch with your your faith or your spirit or your your constitution within the the dna of your soul mm-hmm. you know i'm going off on another topic here i appreciate giving me a moment but at this point in time it ain't nothing you can do but pray and hope and try to live right do the right thing and be right by people you know, that, that that day is that day for each of us is written on the calendar. Amen. Don't you think it's not? So why would I why would it close the show? I'll let Rev pray for for you right quick in the family, you know, man. I need it. Rev, 
Heavenly Father, we continue to thank you for your wonderful gospel. How did Christ die for our sin, was buried and rose again? By continuing believing to the saving of the soul, continue to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. Heavenly Father, we know you can do everything. We ask you to bless our brother. Bless my brother, Heavenly Father. He, he's strong. He's going to be able to understand that. Just by and by. Just stay with it, brother. Just lay low and uh, the Lord will open it up to you. In Jesus' most precious name, bless all your family all over the universe. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Amen.